There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the Prospect Podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds and talk about the ideas that matter in politics, arts and society. I'm Ellen Halliday, Deputy Editor at Prospect Magazine, and today I'm joined by my colleagues Alex Dean and Sarah Collins to talk about the magazine's list of 50 top thinkers for a turbulent world. Prospect has been compiling this list of top public intellectuals since 2004, and former winners include The Economist Amartya Sen, Carolyn Health Minister K.K. Shailaja, and, and embryologist Jakob Hanna. This year's lineup includes activists, economists, judges, tech entrepreneurs, philosophers, scientists, writers, politicians, musicians, from foreign policy expert Fiona Hill and Barbadian Prime Minister Mia Motley to writer and rapper Darren McGarvey, billionaire Elon Musk, Derry Girls writer Lisa McGee and musician Kendrick Lamar, the list goes on. The thing that unites the top thinkers is that they have been selected for the game-changing interventions to public debate that they've made in the last year. So Alex, Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today. I wondered, Alex, if we can start just the question for you. Basically, you've been here over a few manifestations of the thinkers list. Can you explain the process that you went through to select the nominees this year? Trying to decide the top 50 thinkers in the whole world seems like a pretty intimidating task yeah it is um it is a big job i don't think we would make a pretense to it being completely definitive and i don't i don't think we ever have and actually when people vote online um for who you know of our roster they think is the top thinker we ask them to make new suggestions and then we you know sometimes we sort of write that up and there's always good ideas in there so we're actively encouraging people to make their own suggestions i think really the way we see the list is 50 plausible candidates who we think that our readers if they don't know they should know (laughs) but all of that is um is helped by the fact that we liaise with regular experts um when we're compiling the names um so you know we trying to think who philosophers might be you know i've got a particular interest in philosophy but i couldn't possibly make a pretense to being able to single out definitively the people who are most interesting so i'll ask prospect regulars who might be academics they might be freelance philosophers or something and between them they'll send over a few names i'll present them to the group and then we 
whittle down from that and and that happens across the board and each editor will you know might chat to you know a dozen experts during the process um and that's really what informs what we hope is at least a sort of viable first you know first go but we're absolutely happy to hear who we missed so we sort of crowdsource that list of 50 from experts in the different fields who we work with regularly and that's the initial list that comes together um and that's what's out now is that that list of 50 that's exactly right yeah um and i think it's very important to do that because there's there's always a chance that we miss something that has happened in the last year is incredibly important but is quite technical and might not be something that we would pick up but you speak to a physicist or something and they can tell you about what it is and why it matters and then we you know we run it through uh you know multiple multi-hour meetings as a sort of conference and everyone makes their case for who they think we should include and there's sort of give and take back and forth back and forth and until we get a list that we think is um full of really interesting names i guess a good example of that is actually last year's winner um who was a palestinian embryologist called jacob Hanna, whose work with stem cells so i mean it's quite a technical area um but it really cuts the fundamental questions of what it means to be human and it could you know, really revolutionise an area of medicine called regenerative medicine. But so, Sarah, I mean, many of the, the thinkers on last year's list were scientists, including Hannah, but there were others. Um, it was quite a practical list. Can you like reflect on how last year's themes compare to the themes that we see in this year's list of thinkers? I think they are quite different just because obviously last year we were very much on a post-pandemic, well, it was during the pandemic war footing and the kind of thinkers that emerged were people who were involved in science. I'm pretty sure we had the people responsible for the vaccines on the list, whereas this year we're kind of facing similarly major challenges but more diverse challenges, you know, climate change, the war in Ukraine, and I think thus we have a more diverse list of thinkers that are spanning from sort of plant philosophers who are advocating for plant rights to uh, a rapper like Kendrick Lamar and also Darren McGarvey who's talking about class so I think it's a diverse range of thinkers for a very diverse range of challenges that we face as a world now. And I mean it's quite a big project that Prospect does every year as you say there's back and forth and lots of editorial meetings debating who should make the list. What Alex, what's the point in the exercise of the top thinkers list? Why is it important to prospect to consider thinkers on a global scale? I think um, the the underlying point of the whole exercise is basically that, um, you know, we're a magazine of ideas um, and we're interested in the people who come up with those ideas and we think our readers will be too. Um and the hope basically is that readers, you know, they, they, they open it up and they see a few names who they might know in the past. We've done, yeah, I think Greta Thunberg was on there in a previous year and um, AOC, you know, Democratic uh, politician. So there are some big names, but then intermixed with that are people who you think, God, I've never realised that that field of study, you know, A, is so interesting but b you might not even know it exists so the philosophy of plant intelligence you were mentioning sarah um i'm not sure i could say that i knew that existed before we did this year's list so that's something interesting and new for me and i hope that that reaction will be writ large across the list in terms of the global dimension that's essentially just a way 
to make sure that we aren't undercutting half our our market by if it was too anglophone a list then by definition we'd be crowding out some brilliant ideas that deserved inclusion so i think the the global reach um is vital to, to the exercise of, of genuinely trying to pick I- the ideas and people that, that make you think and out of that list of 50 that it was whittled down to which are the which are the thinkers who are the thinkers that have really piqued your interest every year i try try and think who my favorite is and always hard um pick one yeah really is yeah um i mean we got kendrick lamar the rapper on the list this year um and that's quite interesting yeah that's an unusual category of person for prospect i think this is the first year that we've had any rappers but we've actually got two (laughs) we've got darren mcgarvey um yeah i think basically i i like the idea in the sort of i like the the principle of having someone like that on the list because we don't want to crowd out fields you know we literature you obviously expect that we're going to have some novelists on there or something you obviously expect we might have economists but i don't like the idea of crowding out people who are doing things just as interesting simply because they're in a a lowbrow in inverted commas field so i think yeah kendrick and i was pleased that we that we put him on there and so so sort of rooting for him a bit um and then philosopher will mccaskill a bit more of a traditional choice for us but but super interesting all the same who is basically got this new book out about long-termism and essentially trying to frame the idea of what we owe future generations but through an extremely rigorous philosophical framework that basically argues that the ethical imperative is to get a grip on climate change and this is why yeah super interesting one of the people that really interests me on the list is also climate change focus which is um who's Frederica otto who is uh sort of well she's like a weather scientist so she's you know we've always talked about extreme weather events and tried to link them to climate change but I guess it's the point of how certain you can be that a particular weather event is linked to climate change. She's moved the science forward in that area leaps and bounds. So I think she's, for me, she's one of the really interesting people who's, whose work is going to have a very tangible you know, effect in the years to come. Sarah, what about you? Who's, who interested you on the list? Um, there were quite a few that interested me. Um, Fawzia Amini, who is a former Afghanistan judge who specifically sat on a court that was there to determine cases against women, cases of violence or um, domestic abuse and things like that, who is now living in the UK because she had to seek refuge. Um, And she won this International Human Rights Prize for her work, but she's actually continuing to kind of advocate for women's rights over Zoom secretly, despite no longer being able to be in the country. And I found her a really important figure. I also like the fact that we have thinkers this year that as Alex was saying are from all sorts of different walks of life we've got Josh Wardle who invented Wordle who I do think has brought joy to so many people although has probably also meant the creation of a lot of whatsapp group chats about what your Wordle score is for the day um, and then there are thinkers like Paul B. Preciado who are rethinking gender I know that Paul believes that gender shouldn't be assigned at birth which is a really interesting an important concept, I think. And then we also do have scientists on the list this year who are doing really interesting things, like Karina Amore, who's looking at 
these cells that age us and whether it's possible for us to get our own bodies. I hope I'm summarising the science correctly with no scientific background, but how we get our own bodies to fight against the cells that lead to illnesses of ageing. So, yeah an amazingly wide range of interesting people. Some amazing scientists on the list. I mean, I also think the work of Demis Hassabis at DeepMind, who obviously has used AI to predict how proteins fold, which is incredibly complex, you know, process, but unlocks so many scientific problems. I think he's also kind of an amazing example in that in that realm of scientific innovation. There are some more controversial figures on the list though people who some prospect readers might disagree with might think are even but others have suggested because they really support them or think that they're um you know they're contributing a new game-changing idea alex what why were individuals like this also selected the ones who kind of divide opinion rather than being unanimously celebrated um so one of the biggest examples of that is elon musk who we basically decided to put on there not because of his bid for Twitter or, you know, his free speech absolutism, but because what he was doing with his Starlink system uh, to help the internet connection remain stable in Ukraine. Uh, So it was someone on there who is controversial, but they're on there, I hope, not for the reason people would expect. The reason we try and include people like that is because, first of all, there's always a risk of groupthink with any exercise of, you know, very roughly like-minded people. You know, we're a progressive magazine, but we thought that would be less interesting if it was just a, a list of people who we all obviously love and agree with. Um, so it's a different form of variety. But, you know, we talk about variety of backgrounds and um, geography, but, yeah, variety of perspectives as well. Um so I think uh, I was pleased Elon was on there, actually, even though I'm as sceptical as anyone about his, you know, intentions for the internet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's, you know, some people's hero and <laughs> other people, let's say, have a, you know, a less favourable opinion of some of his work, at least. Although from electric vehicles to Starlink, he has so many different projects going on that there's and there's interesting innovations in all of them. Yeah, I think it was almost an element of credit where credit's due. And we thought if he's doing these good things, then maybe the other things shouldn't necessarily cancel it out. One to, one to discuss and debate anyway, which is part of the point of this exercise. Um, but And Sarah, what about the kind of diversity in the thinkers? How, how does the team go about ensuring the list is diverse in multiple different ways? I think that was a really important consideration at every stage in the process. And it was something that our deputy editor, Samir, emphasised to us when we were putting forward lists of people, that not only should the list be diverse in terms of gender, in terms of ethnicity, it should also be diverse in the types of thinkers and also where they're from in the world, because obviously this is the world's list of top thinkers. And I think there is a danger whenever you are writing as, again, British magazine to have like a very Western-centric focus and whether we do that perfectly is again for readers to let us know but um, we do try and include thinkers from all across the globe from novelists in Zanzibar to judges in Afghanistan to computer scientists in the US and I think as well this year we've really tried to capture the thinkers in tech because that again prospects kind of um, main areas of focus that might have been in the past you know philosophy politics, literature, all do very much feature on the list, but so do tech thinkers like Elon Musk, like Joy Bulanwini, who is a computer scientist who's kind of revolutionising the way we think about AI and suggesting that we need to have 
more voices contributing to the debate about ethical AI. So, yeah, we've hoped for diversity on every single different element, but we welcome readers' feedback on that. And Alex, you said that you have a particular interest in philosophy. There are five philosophers on this year's list. Can you tell me a bit about why why that's important that they're there, you know, what they're kind of contributing? Yeah, um, I think there's two reasons, really. The first is that some of them are talking about things with a peg that's happening now. So Will McCaskill, who we talked about earlier, is a good example of that. A philosopher that it's so tied into climate change that it's got a currency to it. Um, but then somewhat uh, in contradiction to that, I think there's a value in long-term thinking for its own sake, actually. And we don't want the list to be too... I mean, basically, they have to have done something interesting in the last year. But that interesting thing could be, you know, a book on ancient philosophy, <laughs> which is... so. It's, the product is in the last year, but the and the work is in the last year, but the subject is obviously um, extremely long term. Um, I think the world is, feels like it's speeding up all the time, and there's value, inherent value, in stopping to pause and think with a premium on rigor and reflection instead of. Uh, you know, the, the quickest, the churn that we that we all feel that we can succumb to sometimes. Talking of long-term thinking, a question for both of you. How do you anticipate this list of thinkers looking 10 years from now in comparison to today? Maybe Sarah, do you want to go first? Um, I think it's a really good question. I think my prediction is not to keep banging on about tech, but I think that the future list could involve a lot of thinkers who are doing innovative things with tech and I do wonder although I really hope this isn't the case that many of those thinkers will be having to sort of urgently fight against climate change and develop tech that responds to that so I think my sad prediction for the thinkers list of the future is that climate change and fighting that will be a huge focus of it and that perhaps some of the people who are doing that they may well be politicians they may well be activists um, but they may also be people who've created tech that helps us solve those problems um i i agree on basically all of that i think so the war in ukraine is a huge thing at the moment and we've got several names on this year's list which speak to that so you know lawrence friedman and sort of doyen of military strategists and that's that's because Ukraine is a huge challenge now, and so we want thinkers who speak to the current challenges. But I think it depends what the challenges are um, in the future, and climate is definitely going to be one of those. And in a sense, we'll be in a sort of <laughs> grim place if we have to do a list absolutely rammed full of climate thinkers because it's become it's clearly an existential threat now, obviously, but it it reaches such crisis pitch that um, that the list has to major on it. But then I suppose the other thing is that it would be quite nice if we've managed to come up with that many people who have come up with solutions to, to parts of it. So I think heartening and disheartening. But yeah, it will always track the, the challenges of our time. So, Sarah, what happens What happens now with the list? There's The 50 top thinkers are currently on the Prospect website and in this month's issue of the magazine. But when does public voting for the world's top thinker end and when will we find out who the winner is? 
So public voting ends in mid-August, so everybody get out there now and start voting, especially if you there's someone on your list you don't want to be your top thinker. You better get your vote in for somebody else before it's too late. And the winner will be announced in the next issue of Prospect. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Alex and Sarah, for joining us. And thanks to you very much for listening to hear our discussion. To vote for who you think is a top thinker, as Sarah said, check out the link posted in the show notes or go to prospectmagazine.co.uk and make sure that you hurry because voting will close in just a couple of weeks. If you enjoyed this podcast, then escape the echo chamber and grab a copy of our new issue of Prospect Magazine or go to subscription.prospectmagazine.co.uk to subscribe. In our bumper summer issue on sale now, you can find writing from Sheila Hancock, Malcolm Rifkind, Hella Pick, Mike Brearley and many more. That's all for today. Stay safe and listen out for the next episode of the Prospect Podcast next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.